Welcome to the Spicy Boys Podcast. Let's get spicy. The spice is back. Back Back in the studio, boys. Back in Brad's studio, a.k.a. Spicy Boys Studio. Spicyboys.com. Not yet. We'll get there. We'll get there. We are are the Spicy Boys podcast. The original. The one and only. I think there's another one out there, but we're better. The OG. Is that that what we call it? We're bigger than you think. What does OG mean? Original gangster. <laughs> oh, uh, but it also means Olive, Olive Garden. Garden. Uh, so we are the Olive Garden of, yeah. of, of podcasts. The, the chilies of Italian food, as I like to call Olive Garden. Um, I did work there. Oh yeah, year and a half. Don't forget that. I've heard stories about what goes on uh, in the in the like trash the alleyway behind the Olive Garden. Can you confirm those rumors? I mean, wait, what goes on in the trash? Like the alleyway in, behind all of What goes down in a trash stays the one in the trash. On. Are we uh, talking about a specific not, one? Not a specific one, oh. just in general. Was I, fav- I was never out there, actually. I was only in the restaurant. Oh, I, I heard they like they give out food. Do they? Are you joking? I, I heard that once. They, but it was from like a guy that was like a little weird. <laughs> if uh, not have been true. Was that, was that your, uh, your favorite past job that you've had? If you, could, if, if you, if you have to work again... At a job? No, no, a job that you, you've had before. It would not be that. Not that OG? No, I did not. I mean, it was okay serving, you know, waiting tables is fine, but after, you to, I did it for like a year and a half. You wouldn't want to be a Mr. Manager? Um, I feel like being a manager in the, Man, on, a, on a restaurant would be, I mean, nothing against managers at restaurants, but I feel like that would be it. Like that, that would be the, the peak of my life. Well, cause you're, yeah, cause you're peeking on all this delicious food. Oh, I mean, true. let's get that straight. Do you get discounts? Yeah, man. I got 50% off when I worked. Wait. And then 25% off when I wasn't working. Oh, that say, that you, is a steal. You, you get a discount when you're working. So <laughs> when you work, you also don't pay for drinks, right? It's all, that's all free. Um, but so if you got a meal that was 20 bucks, which would be real expensive for Olive Garden cause it's, you know, Italian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I say that because I also worked at Red Lobster. Oh. And that's kind of expensive. Like, yeah, Red Lobster's not I, cheap. I made really good money there when I went there uh, in IU. I mean, those biscuits, right? Oh, Cheddar, Cheddar biscuits. Bay biscuits? Do they... Mm. Do they uh, I paid 20 bucks a pop for that. Off what coast do they catch the Cheddar Biscuits? <laughs> the coast of Maine. Okay. East coast. So northeast. Yeah, definitely north. Yeah. I, mean, I, I made all that the, like Alaskan baked cheddar biscuits. I, you know, I don't think I've never had. <laughs> I was just thinking lobster. <laughs> yeah, yum. I'm, I've never had a lobster. Red lobster. Have you ever had a lobster? Period. Yeah. Uh, it's a, I think it's a buffet in Vegas. Oh really? I went to Vegas Man, I, I that like one lobster. time. So when I first worked at Red Lobster, it was my first um, first time being a server or a waiter, and they didn't really train me. They just kind of threw me in. I, I went in, told them I've never been a server. They said, uh, they asked me about my experience. And I didn't have anything like that on there. And then I uh, said, but I don't know how to get experience unless someone hires me to be a waiter. I got Boom. the job. Boom. There you go. Look yeah, at that. You're a forward thinking individual. And then they said, okay, well, we need you ASAP. So we'll give you like a quick uh, training of six hours. And then the next day I was on, on the floor and not going through training I kind of forgot when you get a, when people actually order whole lobsters that the rubber bands around their claws actually represent their weight, which is a huge price difference. And oh, for like three months, that. they kept complaining about some people are taking the wrong lobsters. I realized that I sold like three or four lobsters during my like a three month period and I never was checking the actual rubber bands. I just grabbed like <laughs> one that was closest because we had to actually grab them out of the tank ourselves. And I think I was losing a lot of money. Employee a month right here. Employee a month. <laughs> Got good tips though. That's that's all you need. I so. I kind of have the same story of getting my first serving job, but uh, instead of uh, telling them, well, 
I won't get any experience if you know won't hire me. I uh I made up uh uh some uh experiences from for resume. <laughs> By made up me I lied straight up. <laughs> well uh, did did you say the, that they were from like was this in Florida and did you yeah. say you worked there in the Philippines? Because there's like no. no way to check. Oh I didn't I didn't work in the Philippines. Oh, um my first job was when I moved to the States, I was a bus boy. Village Inn, Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Florida. I was walked there 7 a.m. Dude, I was bussing. I was bussing. Did you bus in to bus? <laughs> no, I walk. It's really close. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, when I, uh, I, I tried to get this uh, serving job at in, uh, this sports bar in Orlando, and uh, I didn't have any uh, legit experience of servings other than my, uh, my uh, bus expertise. Uh, so I... When in college, I, I would eat at a sushi place a lot called Gizmo Sushi. It was delicious. Red knows about this. Really? So good. It's right across from the campus. And uh, I uh, I got to know the owner, Beck. He's the owner of Gizmo Sushi. So every time I go there, like, hey, Beck. And uh, um, it's kind of, I guess I guess he called me regular at Gizmo. Um, that one day I was living in Orlando. This is after um, college. Um so, hey, I'm trying to get this job. <laughs> I told him the lie. Hey, is it okay if I'm, since I come here a lot anyway, can I just <laughs> make up uh, <laughs> a, uh, my resume that uh, I worked here? As I was one of your servers. It's like, yeah, man, do it. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so, what, a, what a good dude. Yeah, so when I got the, uh, the interview, it's like, oh, so you work at Gizmo Sushi. Yeah, you can. You can call that reference number. Please call him. Please call him. <laughs> yeah. Please. And then you put some on speaker. For yeah. <laughs> then I, I work. I work at that uh, sports bar in uh, Orlando, right by UCF. At that time, I was the only male server they had, so I had to work extra hard. That's cool. Wait, why were you the only male? It's a good question. Not thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious why you were the only guy. Was it like? Was it cool being the only guy there? Uh yeah, I mean, I, I make it sound like I it's 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 uh, it was just serving a certain job. <laughs> yeah, you just need to put down job. some kind of experience. Yeah, and you didn't have anything, so. I like so the way you think. You fibbed. I don't think yeah, you lied. they you, just fibbed. No, an honest fib, if that's a thing. You, you had you had backup. You know, you, you got you got to figure out creative ways to get ahead in life. And thanks, that's, that's what thanks life back. is about. I mean, it's not like you're putting down. You're an engineer, and you went to a four-year university oh and have like a specialty degree or something. Right. I feel like nowadays is what you do. Like literally well, you fake it till you make it. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what everybody's doing. I mean, that's what they're do. not lying about engineering degrees, but. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Ryan? Any, uh. Any, oh, any job? I, I never was a server. I always wanted to be, but I just never, uh. I feel like I everyone never. should work as a server in their life totally agree see i was but like i've i was a bartender i was like a bar manager so like i i served food and stuff like that but like it was never my job was never like to be the waiter like i I worked at counter service places yeah a lot so like i I would do i did everything but i and i like i served coffee i guess does that count as a server i mean i think what you did was a barista? Yeah, no, I think it's at least you worked in the service industry. I yeah, think that's, I, I, I think if you need to work in the service yeah. industry for like a year, as long as you can do Absolutely. that, whether it's, I think just just dealing with people, dealing with people, <laughs> yeah. you know, no. not specifically like tables, but if you, yeah, you're serving people and and people eat. complain about food or you're like, that's not me. I, I worked with people. I you know I, I serve people booze as bartender and I serve people coffee. Serving people coffee is ten times worse. Oh yeah. Oh, it's off. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's there are people, people are so day. rude in the yeah. morning. Yeah, man. They need that caffeine and that yeah. little uh, little design in their uh, latte that you're not giving them. Yeah. Did you make those? Oh, yeah. Towards the end, I, I figured out how to do the uh, Is that the heart and the skull? The, never the skull, but I could do the, the leaf and the heart. And Is it hard? No. It, I mean, it takes like a little bit of time to get used to, but once you figure it out, it's like it's like muscle memory. Let's, let's get this straight. It's froth in the milk that's the most difficult. Brad would do. 
Because he I has his own. The mail. Oh man, I, I don't know. Machine. I've, I've got it down. I mean, I guess if you're doing it every day. Yeah. I just have a little machine. Do you have trouble with it? I mean, almond milk's tough. Yeah. I mean, whole milk's pretty easy. There's a lot of fat in there, but I'm just, I'm not very good at it. I didn't, I didn't steam a lot of almond milk in my day. Really? You're in Austin? I feel like everyone asks for yeah, almond milk. Yeah, I mean, milk. soy milk. I uh, keep it, I keep it local. We didn't have, we had, even coconut milk. I've done that before. How do you milk an almond though? <laughs> With its teat. The almond teat. <laughs> so I picked our first superhero film. Yeah. Yeah. The movie is Logan. Dun, dun, dun. So this is an awesome superhero movie. The latest X-Men movie, if you will. Uh, latest and greatest. Yeah. What a, what a movie. Like, uh, I think a big problem with superhero movies in general is a lot of like the Marvel movies, what they feel like is a bunch of action sequences that have enough dialogue in them to make you want the next setup of action yeah. sequences. And it's just like, is it, we, we've seen this like continuing evolution of, of that just over and over and over again. And it just draws people in and, and you like it, but it doesn't necessarily resonate or like really, really stand out to yeah. you. But I think that's this movie. Uh, it's, it's probably, I, I can't think of a superhero movie that I like more than this, but to be fair, I don't know that I really consider like the Dark Knight trilogy, like superhero movies, like in the same vein. As, no, like, it's this uh, it's more grounded. I feel like yeah, in, yeah, in the, the human level. Dark Knight's kind of its own its own world. I felt yeah. like yeah, like it, it, that should be its own genre movie. I'm pretty sure. I mean, that inspired James Mangold to kind of go darker with a. But before we get too too serious about Logan, so the beard I picked it's called. It's called Simcoe, it's a Simcoe Pale Ale from Last Stand Brewing Company. Last Stand, Just like, like o- it. Old Man Logan, this was his last stand. And the bottle are crossed like an X. Oh, oh cool. Yeah, cool. Right? Yeah. I just noticed that. That was not, that was <laughs> not a, yeah. That's like, a cool oh, looking, that's, right. that's a good beer. Yeah, let's pass those around. Um, last Stand Brewing Company from... Uh, um, it's a mystery. Austin, <laughs> Texas, I think. Wait, wait, wait. Let me look. Is it Last Stand from Austin? Yeah. Yeah, oh, right. Man, shit. why did I not know that? Very cool. Cool. What else have they made? I'm trying to... I don't know. Yeah, I can't think of any other beers. There's a few. It's at, on uh, uh, Paul's Valley Road, too. Yeah. There's a few at uh, Witch, huh. Witchcraft where we get all our beers. It's like a li- it's a library of beers. Good good choice, Jeff. So let's let's uh, Ryan. So if you are listening and you want to crack a cold one with the spicy boys, now's the time to pop that top. Oh, ooh, okay, ooh. right. That's, That's got some kick to it. That is good. That's a good pale ale. Oh, I'm ready to talk about this movie. That's really good. Yeah. Good, good. Uh, you know, we, we've had some good beer pairings in the past. Um, I'm say this is right up there. This is the up there. Time. Shout out to Witchcraft. Thanks, Witchcraft. Um, like I said, we get all our beers. Uh, yeah, this one's, like, this one's a good choice. Um, what do you guys think so far of the beer? Delicious. Oh, I love it. I mean, I love pale ales and IPAs. Mm-hmm. This is up there, man. This is good. Well, Simcoe is that Simcoe is that just, I don't know what that means but it's good I'll drink it um, so Logan it's the last uh, Wolverine film ever the I, which I, I believe that it, it's it's gonna be the last I, I think it's gonna be with 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 a uh, Hugh Jackman yeah I was gonna say. yeah with Hugh Jackman probably yeah I, I was reading quite a bit about that uh, today. Because right after he made the movie, he said that he was talking to Jerry Seinfeld. And Jerry Seinfeld was like, yeah, he was like, Jerry Seinfeld was talking about how much he regretted doing Seinfeld for so long. Because now that's what everybody knows him as. And yeah. they're almost tired <laughs> of it. 
and Hugh Jackman said that he wanted he, he like so that made him decide to retire and then he apparently saw Birdman and then Hugh Jackman was on some TV show and he was like actually I think I want to do Birdman until or I want to do Wolverine it, like it, up until the point that I die because yeah. I want that character to just be me and then <laughs> shortly thereafter he was like yeah no, you want you want to I mean just just hang the uh, the Wolverine jersey in the rafters <laughs> I think if he would have continued if he does I mean I doubt he does but they if they made more for some reason God, I hope not yeah I don't think they would but well um, and they say one of the reasons is because uh Hugh Jackman has started getting uh skin cancer oh because you know all those movies are shot outside and real hmm so that's kind of interesting well, that but, makes me sad yeah, I know if he was uh, C. Jackman though. I don't, I don't think know. I would associate He's him TV. with like only Wolverine though. I think I've seen enough of his movies. Yeah, for me at least, unlike um, like Daniel Radcliffe, I'm like, yeah, I tend to be. Oh, that's Harry. He's trying. Harry. To, yeah. He's trying to break out. Of I know he is, and that's what I'm saying. And he, for, maybe he will. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, but like right now, Hugh Jackman. I, I think there's enough movies for me where if he I just, never really thought of Hugh Jackman like that. Oh, the. The Wolverine guy's making this mo- different movie. No, I'm, I don't either. Yeah, but I can ask how some, uh, you know, some, oh Daniel Radcliffe, oh Harry Potter's doing this movie, and and I think he's. I mean, I think certain people are young enough where they can they can finally break out. Yeah, but it, yeah. it takes time, man. You know, and um, yeah, you know who's doing a really good job of that? Robert Pattinson. I heard good things about his the last maybe couple of films. He yeah, he just came out in Good Time, which was like a it was like an indie hit. There's like a, it's like a real, really indie, like Brooklyn-based, like crime thriller, and he's nothing like what his other characters. Have been. And he's a big uh, Cronenberg guy, David Cronen. He's been been mm-hmm. in all of Cronenberg's latest movies. Is that the? Maybe I'm thinking about a different Cronenberg, or maybe just a name that reminds me Cronenberg. Is that the? Uh, uh, is that Fincher's DP? No, uh-uh. Cronenberg oh. did a he he's he did a movie called Scanners back in the day. He's, he's he does a lot. I'm gonna look that movie. up. I, he, I fact check myself. But um, yeah, it's, I, I think it's cool. It's cool to see you know these kids that you know are known for a role and then they go on to do something else. But I think one of the things about Hugh Jackman is that the guy is seriously talented. Like you know, he he's been on several huge Broadway productions. He's um, uh, he was in Les Mis. Les Mis. David Cronenberg. Yeah. Okay. I was I was thinking of Jeff Cronen Cronen with. Ah, that sounds Cronen cool. though. That's yeah. It's pretty Cronin. unique to have Cronen in your name. Maybe yeah. maybe not. But if you have a Cronen in your name, you I mean you should be in a film industry. <laughs> um. So yeah, this movie, Logan. Real quick, sorry. Did you guys watch the the Wolverine before this one? Uh, yes, you did. Yeah. So I still talking about just like the Wolverine. I didn't watch the origin on the first. I guess. I mean, this is still part of the the series, right? Yeah. It was a continuation. Yeah. Um, what was the movie, Wolverine, movie before this one? I think it was just Wolverine. I think it was Origins or X-Men Origins. Origins something. Where he's jumping like t- towards a helicopter. I think that's off, Wolverine. Yeah. Off of a motorcycle. I never saw that one. Yeah, that was. I think it's, I know it's Origins and Wolverine, then Logan. So, okay. The, the Wolverine then. So for me personally, when I started watching it, uh, when I heard about Logan, I was like, I didn't watch the Origins or whatever. Yeah, so I was, and I was kind of like burnt out with hero, like superhero movies, but. Logan changed everything. Like I heard, started hearing the reviews about it and everyone was raving. I was like, okay, I have to see this. And it was just, it's so brutal. <laughs> yeah. It's so much blood, blood and gore and limbs. And <laughs> it's like what you feel like he would it's really so be though. Amazing. I love yeah. it. I mean, his character yeah. is, that's who he is. And I think it, some of the stuff, I think, I think we, everyone's been, growing up with these superhero movies, right? And now people are wanting them to be less PG. I think that's why graphic yeah. novels and stuff are so do so well. And I mean, it's part of the reason Dark Knight series yeah. did so well. But well, one, one thing, too, is um, uh, it was based off of a, uh, 
uh, graphic novel um, called Old Man Logan. So, um, which I think it really helped with the, uh, um, really helped with the, uh, um, I guess, making up the film and how it's so much different, different than other X-Men films out there. And I, th- I think it's, it's, it's kind of set a standard of, a. um, how you can approach like a superhero film in a very kind of yeah. humanistic yeah. way. Yeah. And like, you know, having it R rated and I mean, thanks to Deadpool kind of started it all. And, um, which is also technically an X-Men movie. Mm. Um, I heard you Jackman took a pay cut to keep the R rating of this film. Really? Huh? Um, he got well. The first two Wolverines, he got paid twenty million each. Oh my gosh! But for this one, he—I don't know how much. Pay pay nineteen million. Eighteen point five. But uh, yeah, he's, he's yeah. He took a pay cut so they keep the R rating, which I mean, it just translates. probably made that movie. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure he probably got back end points for it, and then like. Because this movie did did really well, if I remember oh, yeah. correctly, it was like a it's like a huge hit. I mean, like it's it's in a way I don't see it as a superhero. Film. I see it like as a very just dark drama with a lot of action and limbs flying <laughs> all over the place. Limbs flying. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, yeah it, it was interesting to see. You know you. It's always interesting to see a superhero movie where you see like your your heroes during de- like dealing with like human problems, but but when it's a character that you know you feel like you know so well because yeah. you've seen so like you've seen like the character almost grow up and is and he's aging and he's he's having to deal with like Real almost getting problems. weeded out. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's 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 all the more surreal, you know. You see, yeah, one of your favorite superhero, like, deal in the back alley so he can get pills for Professor X. Yeah. <laughs> and driving a limo. It's kind of, it's very humanizing. I thought that was kind of a cool touch that he was like a limo driver. And yeah. He, he was going, he was on the border, right? So yeah. he was like going in between Mexico and like South Texas, which... Representing, I mean, semi South Texas. Represent. <laughs> it's funny when I first saw the trailer, it um, <clears throat> reminded me of uh, one of my favorite video games of all time, The Last of Us. And uh, everyone was saying, wait, they should just recast Hugh Jackman and this girl to do The Last of Us film, which is, uh, um, uh, I think they've had, I don't know how many directors attached to Last of Us and actors, but I feel like when they saw that trailer, like, they they just need to do this with the same cast. <laughs> Someone did a supercut uh, uh, edit of uh, the Last of Us intercut with the Logan trailer. <laughs> and, like, pretty good? Yeah, like, it worked, like, flawlessly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's like seeing an old man superhero and dealing with um, uh, just everyday struggles. Um, working as a limo driver, then this girl gets thrown a picture, and uh, um, you know, just classic Wolverine. He's just very stubborn about it. it. One of the one of the things that like makes this movie so good to me too is that like the X, like in all the movies, it's always like, oh, the X Men are hated, like nobody really like. Well, at, when we pick up on X Men, they're like almost extinct. You know, they're mm-hmm. like, they're a dying, like, you know, they've pretty much been wiped out completely. So that adds like a whole nother element because, you know, before you had the school where everybody was safe and then you had all these, you know, villains who were, you know, way more powerful than everybody else. But to think that, you know, like they, what somebody that used to be so powerful is now, you know, just fighting for survival is... And I like that part about it because I feel like they didn't focus. I don't know. It's just they focused so much on him, and uh, I don't know. Like you knew they were playing into this the X Men storyline, but it was just more about like where he is and 
you know, in his, in his, his stage of life. And um, I don't know, it was kind of, it, it was superhero film, but not at the same time no. for me. So yeah. That's why. yeah. I feel like it's, it's uh, well, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's an end to uh, an era, but at the same time, it kind of set, sets this entire... Um, so it's uh, a standard. He, well, that's standard, but sets the stage for... Um, I just saw the, the new trailer for New Mutants, X-Men New Mutants. Yeah, that so I feel like that's wild. kind of the transition from, oh, you, you know, you find out this other um, group of kids... Well, you know, are mutants, and it was, it was a good platform to end something in a, in, in in the right way, mm-hmm. then set the stage for the next um, money makers for studios, <laughs> Fox. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was nice because I just was I, I don't know for me personally I started losing interest. I will still go see a lot of movie like superhero movies, but I was losing a little interest. Um, and then when it came out. It like that sparked that interest again. Yeah. I watched it and was like hooked again. And I mm-hmm. kind of wanted to go back and rewatch other X Men movies and yeah. stuff. I mean, it's I, I I love watching Marvel, you know, Avengers and all that, all the all the Marvel Universe films. Um, then, but I feel like the Dark Knight trilogy is for me. It's more of a, um, it's more than just you know, than uh, more than just a superhero movie. Right, yeah. Um, uh, then that's how I feel about Logan. It's just the the pacing and and just it's it's a it's a very simple story. Um, and if you do it well, it's you know it's so much, it's a struggle of protagonists, and she, he gets thrown in a situation where he's either, either he um, backs out or he just commits, and it's. As soon as you commit, it's like this entire new set of obstacles waiting for you, but you don't know about. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's very classic um, storytelling, which I like. And uh, yeah, and just a lot of blood. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and you you talk about you know it's simple storytelling, but that's the most important is that it's actually a story. Yeah, you know, like when in so many superhero movies, you you don't see that, or or if you do, it's like exactly by the book. Like save the cat type storytelling. And yeah, this one was it was pretty original. So, um, did you guys know that James Mangold, the director, um, excuse me, um, directed mm. Walk the Line? I didn't know that. And if you watch Logan again, you will kind of get some sense of a. Sorrow and isolation and, um, huh. but yeah, it's, it's there's a a, a, a specific um, there's par- parables between yeah. him and well I, yeah because I mean like wh- I remember when that trailer came out because they had Johnny Cash's they hurt played, playing hurt, in yeah, the background exactly yeah which, yeah yeah I mean I kind of felt like I didn't know if I I didn't know if I just really enjoyed the trailer or if I just I just I love that song yeah like I always have. And uh, so I was like, oh, man, I, I can't really tell right now. Am I going to enjoy this movie or am I just really into the, hearing the song again? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's also, there are elements of, uh, of uh, uh, it's, that's Johnny Cash cool. in there. Which yeah. makes perfect sense. I mean, uh, and uh, I think for this one, they, they wanted to do, I mean, they did a lot less CG in the green screen. Yeah, quite a bit. Yeah. Less. Yeah, how about that? Uh, that the scene in the casino though. That was intense. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, where everything just like kind of stops. Oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. I feel like for me, like, well, I mean, I'm not trying to like jump off topic, but like when I watch the certain movies, like the Avengers now, where they're yeah. on their third, it's just like so much CG and so much like yeah, like. It's nice sometimes just to sit back and not, not have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, not all the time. You know, yeah. a little bit here and there, but it's just like so. Uh, I went and saw the new Thor movie. Was it good? I loved it. Is that the Ragnar- Ragnarok? Yeah, Thor Ragnarok. was really funny. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny, which is so uh, relieving to see in a Marvel movie. Yeah. 
And it's not funny in a way that Guardians of the Galaxy is, where Guardians of the Galaxy is just like, you know, it's like Thor <laughs> Ragnarok is like, it's very like Australian comedy type but stuff. They definitely, I mean, from the trailer, it looked like they upped the comedy though. Oh, absolutely. They definitely added a lot Quite more. a bit. But it was a good, it was a good story and it was, uh, you get to see Hulk in a whole new light too. Do you feel like this comedy, the comedy relief in all these movies is, is like growing now? Do you think in, in these like yeah. superhero movies? And do you think it's due to? Yeah, I think it was because of Guardians do you of think the Gar- Galaxy. Yeah. See, I felt that same way and it's interesting because, because you got that, you have one element that's sending movies to more of a comedic side, but then you have like Logan, that's yeah. total opposite, right? Yeah. So I feel like you now it's like, yeah, you want to split that yeah. a little bit uh, and choose one or the other. Well, I saw an interview with that, what's his name? Taika Waititi. So I'm going to feel really bad if I mispronounce that. Say it again. But Taika Waititi. Wait, how do you say that? Taika Waititi. Yeah. Taika Waititi. Waititi. He directed What We Do in the Shadows. He directed oh. Thor Ragnarok. Taika. He did Ragnarok? Yeah, man. And it's so... And there's an interview with him. They're like, why did you do this movie? And he said, money. <laughs> I mean, he was like, yeah. I have two kids and they cost a lot of money. So, uh, money. but you know, okay. it, and it's funny, but like, I don't think he lost himself at all making that movie. Like no. that movie, like you watch it and you're like, oh man, that's like one of his movies. It's funny when I, I watch, uh, okay, I'm going to sound really pretentious. I don't care what you guys think. This is my <laughs> podcast. I can say whatever I want. <laughs> when I watch, Avengers, Captain America. I mean, I, I love them. You know, Captain America, Iron Man. I see these movies as movies to where, oh, this is fun. You know, I had a blast doing this in production. And it's, it's you know, it's, 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 it's nice to sit in, in, in the theater and watch this. You know, I have two hours every life. You're, you're, you're genuinely entertained. And eat delicious food. Yeah. Yeah. Animal draft house. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I consider these movies those movies, but when I I watch when I watch Dark Knight in the in, in the theater, then I watch Logan. I I I it's almost like I'm I'm transported back to film school. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. to where you're just, analyzing the movie. Again yeah, because yeah. when I watch a movie like. Avengers, Civil War. I go in and I have I have a blast watching, and and I leave the theater happy. I'm gonna watch a film. See, I I I, I, I kind of separate some movies and some movies films. And some, some <laughs> films. When I watch films like Logan and Dark Knight, I feel like when I go in there, then I leave. It's like man, I I want to. I just want to grab the camera and, and shoot something, or just. Do something with you know, like this whole film career is actually has some meaning. I'm getting too pretentious and deep. So no, I, I don't think that's pretentious at all. I think that's uh, I think that's a really good way of explaining it. But I no, I I think you're you're absolutely right because I think like the, there's a fine line between like analyzing movies and and. And really getting down to the brass tacks of them. And then there's movies that you should just go enjoy. And I, I think you hit the nail on the head by explaining it that way. Because, like, th- there are movies that aren't made for you to sit there and overthink the script or anything like that. I mean, it, they're just sometimes it's, it's just fun to just go to a movie you know, get popcorn, get candy yeah, 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 and yeah. just, just like go to enjoy yourself. And I think that, I think that there's like, it's really divide. Some, some groups are really divisive about like, Oh no, that's not the point of going to a movie. Like on both sides, there's people that are like, Oh, well I didn't like that movie cause it was, you know, too heavy or, or something like that. Yeah. And I think to, to, to find that, I think that's, what the whole experience is about. Yeah, I mean... Is being able to do both, like... And I also feel like some of the... I mean... I mean, a lot of these superhero movies are the big biggest blockbusters of the year. Yeah. Right? So, and then you you think they are probably confined 
to a lot of limits, just like you talked about the rating and that. So yeah. I, I think you force formula and, you know, just, you even said, you know, Logan being rated R changed a lot. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So I feel like knowing that I have an understanding that, okay, going to this movie might, you know, being PG 13 might, you know, limit itself. In certain, I mean, certain as a aspects, studio, you're thinking we want, you know, they stick with PG 13 because the more people can watch it. Sales, simple as that. Yeah. yeah. But to, to uh, green light an R-rated X-Men film, I think it's 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 a big risk for a studio, especially with that kind of money involved. But that just shows you, like, if you know, it's some, there are people out there who believe in good storytelling and good filmmaking. Yeah. So, uh, not to jump to another co- topic, but. Uh, I, th- I think it'd be kind of fun to go around because, you know, like, obviously James Mangold had the opportunity to do the sequel. He did it really well because at the end of the day, it's what it is, it's, you know, a sequel. So if there if there's a sequel to any movie out there that you could do, what would it be? That I, that I could do? That you would want to do. Wait, to any movie or? Any movie. Here. It doesn't have to be a superhero movie. Oh, dude, I have one already. I've been thinking about it. Go ahead. That's a tough. That's a really tough one. Oh, I mean, and then uh, I mean, it's well, like- I, I mean, I was just thinking about it because you know we we just saw the new Blade Runner just came out. It was uh, great. Yeah. Like it was wonderful. You know, we got uh, um, the new Thor is really good. Well, man, this is tough because I feel like some of the movies I wouldn't want to do sequels to, but I would I would want to do it. But I don't know if I would want to like. You would want that ruin the original. See, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking. I want to see sequels of this film. That's why I, if I had an opportunity to do it, I would make it. You know, oh man, yeah. this is something I might have to think about for a few minutes. Um, I was talking to my buddy Blake. We were working ACL, and we talked about films and sequels. And we were on a bus heading to Zilker Park. We're talking about. Uh, movies with you know terrible sequels and start talking about dude what if coming to America had a sequel and we started oh that's I mean I, lo- I love coming to America so much that I don't want to have a sequel but at the same time the more we talked about it it's it's gonna sound really stupid but I was like what if um, Eddie Murphy plays the king of Zamunda now. Oh, yeah. I like that. Then we'll you bring know, McDowell's back too. You recast the, the you know, um, um, Eddie Murphy, um, um, uh, Simi. What's the, I forget his his name. That the his his uh, his friend Simi. Uh, shoot, um, the other uh, actor. But now have. Uh, Eddie Murphy has uh, Eddie Murphy's son goes to the United States. I was like, I'm Don Glover. He's gonna be the new Princess Amunda. And that's his best friend, Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Holy, <laughs> is that is that like half the cast of the new Lion King? I don't think Michael B. Jordan's in Lion King. No, I don't yeah. think he is either. But I feel like that'd be a cool sequel. That would be a super cool sequel. I don't know the concept yet, so. But that's if. I'd do that. Do you want to go next, Brad, or you want me I'm to go? I'm still trying to think of something. This is, this is it too tough? I feel like, I feel like you planned this one. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like you're going to say, like, Hoosiers or Field of Dreams. <laughs> no, I don't think you can make a sequel to those. <laughs> I feel like that's a terrible way. I do want to see Interstellar 2. I, mean, I would watch it. I don't, I don't know. I mean, you could go on forever with those. Yeah. And it could be just it could be just one big dream. <laughs> I, I got here's, here's what I would want to make a sequel to. Pan's Labyrinth. That's interesting. What would be the plot? <laughs> That's a deep one. You like, can so, say so you want to make a see, sequel with see. something. Hold on. You gotta put some Okay, so context. I'll, here I'll put some context. So Pan's Labyrinth was set during so the labyrinth is still there. After the movie ends. So it was set during the Spanish Civil War, which was in 1950. So let's bump it up to 
1980s Cold War U.S. Russia U.S. invades Spain takes it over and you got Cold War crisis going on oh my god in the middle of the labyrinth (laughs) 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 who's man okay I'll watch that <laughs> I'm do I'm going like complete alternative history. Schindler's list two. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> That's Oh man. I don't want yeah. to I don't want that to happen no. again. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh man. Or you know, you know, I I don't know. I'm I'm just I was just kinda pulling that I'm out. I'm like in deep thought right now I'm trying to figure this yeah. out because I'm like I was like, oh no, I have one. No, they're coming out with a sequel to it. So I can't. Uh, what was it? What was it? You Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like. I would, there's that'd be great though. I'm yeah. sorry. It's gonna be. Hopefully, it's good. We'll, we'll have to talk about a remix another day because I've got one that I've like always wanted to do. But yeah. you don't want to talk about it yet. Yeah, that's well, another podcast. Do you, want me, do you want me to save it or do you want me to talk about it's up it? Up to you, man. One? If you wanna. What's say our time? What's our say time right now? Like? No, we're good. Oh, say we're, it. We're real good. Um, a reboot. So there's this old movie that I, I, you guys probably haven't even seen it. It's called uh, "In er, Every Which Way But Loose," and it was it, Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it was called "Every Which Way But Loose," and it's a Clint Eastwood movie from the '80s, I want to say, and it's about this guy who's a, he he's a street fighter, and that's how he makes his money. Is off these like people bet on these street fights, and so he makes money. His best friend is a chimpanzee. <laughs> he falls in love with this country music star and kind of like follows her around and tries to win her over with his best friend, who's a uh, or chimpanzee. And uh, in the like the antagonists in the movies is this group of Nazi bikers who follow him around and they're always what trying to give world? him trouble. Yeah, like the movie is just bizarre. Like you watch it and you're like, it's it's supposed to be a comedy. But like I think like today, like if you were to do it today and like make it like really gritty, I think it would be super cool. Like I, I would love to remake that movie and just like take out a lot of like the slack slapstick elements of it. Like I might not even have his best friend being a chimpanzee anymore, <laughs> but uh, I think that would be, I just think that concept's so cool. Sir, you have, you have a very imaginative mind. <laughs> these are the kind of movies that do, do really well though. Exactly. These, these things get made yeah. and everyone's like, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. <laughs> well, and it, I think it's funny because, you know, especially now with all these Nazis coming back, you know, like how much fun would it be? <laughs> to have a, how, how much how much fun <laughs> would it be to have a movie where this guy's driving around this old beat up pickup truck with his chimpanzee and the chimpanzee beats him up half the time? Because like that, that part of the joke of the movie is that this like Nazi biker group are just like a like a group of like absolute like idiots. <laughs> that's uh spicy yeah i mean i'm <laughs> i cannot wait to see this film so I, you need to i'm working on the script so <laughs> god just give me some time um i'm in such deep thought about like what i would do now i'm like um uh, we're gonna go back to brad but i want to talk uh, i don't know if i to come up with one more about um to wrap up logan one of the things i love about this film other than the brutality <laughs> of the action scenes, is that it? They made they ended something. They ended Wolverine as far as the storyline. Yeah, which I was very satisfied about this film. Oh man, yeah, so satisfied that that last shot of the uh, the. The cross in the ground the, that yeah, falls over into an X. I mean, I'm oh, I'm yeah, up there as an X. Was that planned? Oh yeah, <laughs> just kidding. God, I hope not. I hope she was just like, she was like, oh no. They were like, that's awesome, guys. She forgot what a cross looks looked like. Or well, and how about the scene where they're uh, where they're um, 
heading up to that location and he finds out that the only reason they're going there is because she got those coordinates out of an X-Men yeah. comic back in the day. I love that the X- X-Men comic book existed in that in, in that world. Universe, yeah. Because yeah. uh, whenever Wolverine like, oh, that's that's not just bullshit, you know. He reads the X Men comic. I guess that's not that's not. True. It's just uh, people romant, you know, romanticize the mutants, and they make comic books. And the fact that it existed in that in that in that film is it's pretty uh, it's pretty clever way to uh, incorporate that thought. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it's it was I was so, I was satisfied with how it reminded me of how. Um, Vince Gilligan planned out entire Breaking Bad where there's a start and a finish and the ending of Breaking Bad, I was, I was, I was, yeah, I was, it was complete for me. Yeah. The complete, uh-huh. um, story of, of Walter White. And that's how I felt with Logan. It's, everything was complete. It was, it was very satisfying. And I, and it's, it's, it's the last, um, uh, well, f- from what Patrick Stewart said in, 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 in a few interviews, it's his last, um, as Professor X, yeah, which which I I didn't, f- and I didn't feel like anything was left out. Like I, I didn't feel like the need to know more on anything, and I also didn't feel like it went on for too long either. I I loved the first act and the third act. I felt the second act was a bit kind of dragged out. But yeah, I agree with you on that. But it kind of made sense to me because it's it's the part where Wolverine and and um, the little girl had it, it was their time to kind of bond. Yeah, you, you know where yeah. the bulk of that second or the second act took place. Austin, Oklahoma. Oh, <laughs> Austin. I don't know. Where? <laughs> The shot of South Congress. <laughs> no, like the casino is is in Oklahoma City, and that that little town where they stop at the house. Yeah, that's Blackwell, Oklahoma. Oh man, um, right by where I grew up. I'm I, Oklahoma, I'm Logan guys. I would, I would. JK, have you? Uh, did you see the, the black and white screening? I, I watched it this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Whenever oh, I watch it I again, see it. I did. I did. Logan I, I did Noir is what yeah. they're calling it. Um. It here's the thing. It's good. It doesn't add anything to it. Like I mean, I already knew that going into yeah. it, but like I don't know. There's there are some people that were like black and white is the way it should have been, but I completely no. disagree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that's, it was cool, but it was like I don't know. The same thing with the the Mad Max. You know, they the Chrome. No, I didn't hear what they were. Chrome? Yeah, Mad Max Fury Road had a black and white version too. Oh, I don't. What? I feel yeah. like that is not in like that film. Yeah, George I thought, Romero. I, I, thought I sounded pretentious there for a second. George <laughs> Romero was like, this is the way my movie needs to be seen. And like Chrome? the entire studio was like, no. No, not <laughs> at all. No, we're not doing I mean, that. You, I, guys, Release what, it on a Blu ray. Watch out for my. Uh, Sequel, Come to America 2, in sepia tone. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> Just like brown. In uh, whatever just the Instagram filters are. We should just take all these. Sh- Lo-fi. <laughs> yeah. We should just start taking shitty movies and just making them black and white and see what people think. Hey, I, th- I think I picked out your sequel for you. I would say that, but that's a. Th- your po- Ryan's pointing to a certain poster. But yeah, Ryan pointed that's, to Brad's. I see. That's what I was saying earlier. The Goonies that's, poster. Everyone knows I'm a big Goonies fan, but I don't think I would be able to do that. I don't know. Like what, what if it? So actually, the movie I was thinking of. I don't know if it'd be a if I could do a sequel. It might have to be a reboot. But there was a movie I grew up with that was kind of like Goonies in a way for me, but it was called Explorers, where these Three boys build their own spaceship. What? Did you guys ever see this? No. Out of like, yeah, so these three boys uh, get together. One of them, I can't remember if it's, it's been so long since I've seen this, but I think they meet one, like what, there's a new kid to their group, but they were, this whole time they were getting like, uh, they go to like junkyards and collect uh, uh, like equipment 
and just whatever they could to build a spaceship. And they had a, um, when they were in their basement, one of the, one of the kids is geeky. He's like the scientist kind of kid, you know? And, uh, but yeah, they ended up making a spaceship and it actually, they don't just like go into space in the movie ends. They go into space and they meet aliens and the explorer. It's called explorer. It's like a, yeah, it's, it's definitely like a PG movie. You might have to put that in a list. <laughs> yeah. Check it out. That yeah. sounds like something. This sounds like something yeah, right the, up Jeff's Have you ever seen something deserves a reboot? Have you ever seen Without Batteries? Yes. Okay. Kind of the same. Really? Feel. Sorry. In terms of like feel for me, like. So it kind of. And like Johnny a, Five. Like Johnny all these Five, movies yeah. kind of like tied together yeah. for me. Uh, but as you can see, see, I'm like nostalgic about yeah. movies. So when I, when I want to make a movie, I want it to be. Like something from your childhood. Totally, yeah. I oh, mean, man, you otherwise should. it needs to be an original idea. Yeah. So. Should, should meet about this. If you get, yeah, it's, it's actually one of the, the, like, the first half of that movie is, I, I think it was really well done. Because, like, for me, like, growing up as a kid, that's the kind of stuff I did. I would build forts in my basement with my, like, Super NES, uh, like, a blankets around my TV and play, like, video games under, like, a fort or whatever. But, um, did you guys have uh, a favorite superhero comic book superhero growing up yeah i think yeah. i said this one episode uh daredevil yeah yeah i grew up uh, that's the only comic book i grew up reading i love nightcrawler man <sighs> i i loved i and i i always wanted like a standalone film for him but i think i would do him different i mean the yeah. the, the, the move you know the the way they casted him i just i wasn't well, jake gyllenhaal with. was in the i'm just kidding i was like what Oh, Nightcrawler! <laughs> oh my that took, god, that took me a second. I was like, "What?" He had he had the physical, um, yeah, yeah. He would have been perfect. Uh, so growing up in the Philippines, I was I would read <laughs> every week. I would I feel like this is gonna be something. We had hysterical. Uh, I read this uh, comic book, and there's a super superhero comic book. Oh, there's a superhero. His name is Combatron. <laughs> Combatron. Combat, the combat. Yeah. Combatron. And he looks like, like a poor man's uh, rock man. Wait, who? Rock man? Is it rock man? Oh, the thing. No. Uh, <laughs> the video game. Rock man? Am I... Yeah. Who's Rockman? I'm not sure. No, no, no. Rock not Rockman. Oh, shh. Mega Man? Mega Man. Mega Man. Oh. Mega Man. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mega Man. I love Mega Man. Yeah, yeah that makes more All sense. All blue. Yes. Combatron is like Mega Man. Oh, dude, I love oh, Mega Man. that's yeah. cool. It's, yeah, it's you all do love Mega Man. Yeah. It's I'm all. Mega Man coaster right here. Basically, it's all Mega Man, um, like, ripoffs. Oh, that's cool. But in, in uh, Filipino. Yeah. <laughs> and the comic book was printed uh, like shitty because <laughs> the the bubble and the the it dialogue won't, shitty. won't won't align. It's, oh, it's not it's not inside so a bubble. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> so that's just hysterical. And the uh, the uh, the outline of the of the figures and the color is like kind of offset, so almost like it's protruding outside of the like body. That would adds to it now. Like if you went back yeah. and, and looked at that, you'd probably be disappointed if it was like actually like aligned. And Every week I would I'd pick pick up uh, a comic book, but it's made from newspaper. Huh? Yeah. Like so it's like Sunday material. comics. Yeah. But here's here's the thing. Combat trying had a sidekick. Was it like a dog? It's a dog. <laughs> Just like Mega Man. <laughs> it's a dog. That's super funny. <laughs> it's a Doberman. It's called Dobernot. Dober <laughs> not. Oh my uh, gosh. So wait, wait, did he did he, was he like a robot? Yeah. Or like a cyborg? Do you know? <laughs> did he shoot little pellets out of his arm? I think so. I, I think that bubble misprinted. <laughs> it was it was straight rip off of Mega Man. Or Rockman. <laughs> that's, that's super rock. Is Rock is Rockman uh, the actual name? Because Mega Man was uh, I think what we what it's called in the U.S. Yeah, I don't think it's called Mega Man everywhere. Maybe maybe that's why. That's I think that's it might. You actually might be way. right because Rockman. After you said that, I started thinking it might be called Rockman or something. Something. Um, yeah, you, you guys should Google it. Combatron. 
Will. <laughs> so uh, a funny story about Daredevil. Whenever I was, so that's like I said, it was the only comic book that I read growing up. So when the Ben Affleck and Jennifer Gardner movie came out, I was so excited about that coming out, and I missed it in theaters because it only played for like a week because it did so bad, <laughs> and. I, so I saved up my allowance for like weeks so that I could buy the DVD from Amazon. And I told everybody at school, I was like, oh man, we got the Daredevil DVD coming in. We're going to watch it this week. That movie was so bad. <laughs> yeah. That was the worst. And I was so upset because I was like, how could you do that to my favorite superhero? It's better than that and one then, with Billy Zane. Oh, the Phantom? (laughs) (laughs) Loved it. Jesus Christ. The Phantom and the Shadow both came out around the same time. Those were bad. But uh, A real um, man makes his own luck. Billy Zane, Titanic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy. But when the Netflix special came out, I I, I like it pretty. (laughs) The Billy Zane. Daredevil. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah, I, I yeah, really good. like it. I mean. Okay, before we, um, how'd you guys rate Logan on the scale? Ooh, ooh. ooh on the Scoville scale. Gosh, I'm terrible at the Scoville scale. I'd probably do, probably do Trinidad Scorpion. That's nine out of ten. Ghost Pepper. Ooh, ooh. that's seven out of ten. Oh, no. What's higher than Ghost Pepper? Carolina Reaper. Carolina Reaper. Boo. That's, yeah. 10 oh, out of that's, 10. No. No. It's it's spice the spice Oh, yeah. I forgot. Spice Sorry. X. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait. So We're, we need Trinidad Scorpion would be eight. Can and we? then Carolina Screamer. Carolina Reaper would be I like be that. Carolina. That kind of sounds. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, but yes. That's a, that's a haunted house slash strip club. <laughs> <laughs> In Stillwater, Oklahoma. <laughs> Named Carolina Screamer. Okay. Carolina Reaper. Yeah, I would say Carolina Reaper. So that's nine. nine. That's nine out of ten. I'm getting all I'm my, I'm getting my peppers confused. So Trinidad. Trinidad's eight. Whatever was it? Eight. Trinidad's so you Scorpion. Do the same thing. Yeah, that's the one. Thank you. I would do Carolina Scream. Scream. Oh, fuck. Carolina Screamer. <laughs> the Carolina Scorpion Screamer. The Carolina Reaper. Okay. Okay, and what about the beer? What are you going to give them? Oh, man. I would give this last stand by... Nope. Simcoe Pale Ale by Last Stand <laughs> Brewing Company. Here in Austin, Texas, I would give it a solid ghost pepper. That's a ghost pepper. Okay, what's ghost pepper? Seven. <laughs> seven. No, I want to go higher than that. I would say. You're gonna you can go, go higher than that. Boy? No, I'm going to give it a spicy boy. Spicy. Oh, Spice X. Spice yeah. X is, is spicy. Um, it's because it, it's out of this We need world. to get this chart made because yeah. I'm really confused. Yeah, we'll put it right up next. I would give it a Carolina Reaper. Ooh, I really like this beer. I do too. It's a really good beer. I I drink a lot of pale ales, so. And I like the I like the the branding. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Um, you guys need you guys need need to plug anything. (laughs) Uh, Brad needs to tell us what movies gonna make a sequel to. I told you Explorers. Oh yeah. Oh, so no, we talking about reboots and sequels. After my last sip of Last Stand, Simcoe Pale Ale, I've decided I will buy the rights for Combatron. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get that money out, huh? Dude, it will be it, uh, Oscar winner, hands down. Combatron. Combatron. I think you could make, wait, real quick. Does Combatron, like, is he just one guy that does one thing? Because Mega Man... He kills has a, people or beats people, however you want to say it, and like, a, like gets their powers. I think Combat Tron just helps people, but he <laughs> wears like a, a Mega Man esque costume with a he has like he has a, a football mag, helmet, a magnet on his forehead, like Magneto. There's actually a magnet guy in Mega Mega Man, so they mixed that up. Uh, <laughs> God, I, I don't know if I want to do something. I might get sued. <laughs> but is it Capcom? Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, but. It's Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah. yeah, you remember those fighting games? Loved them. Great. Um, I think they made a new one recently. So, 
I could talk about this forever. So yeah, we could. <laughs> probably, probably we're uh, unfortunately we are almost out of time. You know, you know what makes a good episode is good beer. Good beer. I'm going to give another shout out to Last Stand. I think it was delicious. All right. Well, that concludes this episode with uh, Logan. You guys need to watch it if you haven't seen it. And uh, Simco Pale Ale by Last Last Stand from Austin Tejas. And uh, we'll see you guys on the flippity flip. The flippity flop. Flippity flop. Spicy boys out.